Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I can be reading from. I can be reading from that mom that runs every morning. You know the one. She secretly has a cuckold marriage and wants to get pregnant by her bull. I can be reading from a woman that runs a secret babysitting service. She secretly offers tuck-in services for couples or even the fathers or mothers alone after they get home from work or their date. I could be reading from a flight attendant who goes around the airplane to offer helping hands for those very lonely passengers. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. For anyone that knows me, I have a thing for sour Skittles. It's one of my favorite candies in the whole wide world. Sour candy, just, but sour Skittles are right there. They're absolutely my favorite. And every afternoon, I used to pop a couple just to give me that extra boost to get through the afternoon. Well, I stopped. Well, not really stopped. I mean, I still have my sour Skittles, but I don't use them for energy. I reach for in the afternoon, my magic mind. Again, if you have not tried it, and you get the afternoon dip, like I do, and you're just looking for that extra push through the rest of your day, you really got to try this stuff. It, it's not a magic pill. It's not going to kick in that day. It, the first day you take it. It's not, and you'll start to feel it the second day, but definitely the third it kicks in. And you get, your body gets used to it and it grows on you. I invite you to reach out, try a box. You will not regret it. It gets me through my afternoons and right on into early evenings. And I can easily, I'm not wound up where I need anything to get out of my system in the afternoon. So go over to my personal link at magicmind.co forward slash Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, and use my discount code Nikki20, N-I-K-K-Y, two zero, for 20% off your purchase. That's right, magicmind.co forward slash Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 20 is your code. So have you ever been able to, I would call it an orgasm, or fluttering without touching. I guess that's where I'm going with it. (laughs) Um, I can. So I was folding laundry today and I was remembering back 
on some memories that I have some very, very nice, sexy memories. Uh huh. And for some reason, and it's probably because it's been in the air because it's been raining and it's just that time of year. I was thinking about sometimes when he pushes in me and it's there and I don't know what it is, but just folding my clothes and I'm not there really. I'm more in the memory. My body goes through the orgasm. Like I'm not getting penetrated. I'm not touching myself. I'm folding laundry for goodness sake. And my body does. I can feel the insides just convulse. Like I'm having an orgasm. And I know I'm having an orgasm because I can feel it through the rest of my body. It's just like I I flush because I'm like, oh, gosh. The thing is, am I the only one? Is there anybody else out there that can go through those and just, you know, get the chills and by remembering a memory? Or ladies, that you go through those. And I think you know what I'm talking about. You know, those it's like aftershocks that you get sometimes when you have a really good orgasm and you can't stop. You know, maybe there's no penetration or you're not rubbing, but your your muscles are still convulsing. That's what I'm talking about, ladies, gentlemen, that left over, you're still you may not have any fluid coming out, you're not touching or you're not thrusting or whatever, but it's still the whole, the internal flux. What do you think? I, I like it. I like, and he's been the only man that has been able to put me there. They've been able to push me. And even when we're not together, just push me over the edge like that. But I have to say, it makes me miss his dick even that much more. What are we thinking? What about you? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, this happened last December. I was flying from where I go to school to back home to see my family for a winter break. I was at the airport with lots of times to kill because I'm paranoid about missing my flight, so I always get there like four hours too early. It was nighttime, and I stopped at a bar restaurant thing to get some water. As I'm sitting there on my phone, this older guy, maybe in his 40s, starts chatting me up. He's pretty good looking, like he definitely had his day where he was pulling lots of girls. I asked him his name. His head, his name is Teddy. Like the kind you sleep with at night. <laughs> so his intentions were pretty clear from the beginning. I kept talking to him because I was really fucking bored and because I thought he was kind of hot. This stilf was so forward with this young girl enough to be his daughter. He offered to buy me a drink, and I immediately said yes. So we were sitting there, drinking and talking. He was actually really funny and charming. After a few long islands, I could feel myself getting drunk, and also my pussy getting wet. He asked where I went to school, and he told me his daughter graduated there the previous year. I don't know why, but I just made my pussy gush. I never thought I'd be into dads, but the idea of fucking one of my classmates' dads just made my pussy throb. I was wearing like a skin-tight black turtleneck, and I could tell my nipples got hard, 
because at one point, he just started staring right at them. Anyway, when we get up to leave, we discover we're on actually the same flight, and he's taking a trip out to my city to see some old friends who moved up there for work. Unfortunately, our seats were nowhere near each other. I joked, that sucks. Now I can't give you that blowjob. I immediately turned bright red. I couldn't believe what I said. I was fucking drunk. He looked at me surprised, and I just said, I'm sorry, I'm a little drunk. And we laughed. We boarded the plane and sat in our separate seats. About an hour into the five-hour flight, as I was on my way to the toilet in the back of the plane, a hand reaches out from one of the rows and grabs my arm. It's Teddy. He says, Hey, I lucked out and a seat next to me is empty. If you want to come join me. I smile and giggle a bit as I walk away because I really had to pee and also was still very drunk. Afterwards, I came back to sit with Teddy. I stepped over him to make the window seat and put my ass right in his face. I knew he loved it. He ordered more drinks for us and we picked up from where we left off. I was getting drunker and he was getting more handsome and the thoughts rushing through my head were making me squirm in my seat. At one point, though, I had too much and started getting dizzy. He lifted the middle armrest and told me to lay my head on his lap. He covered me with his jacket and stroked me. I was too dizzy to think sexually and just fell asleep. I woke up, the lights were completely off, except for the little safety LEDs to lead up to the aisles ways. Everyone around us was asleep with headphones on and a blanket covering them. Teddy had also fallen asleep. I felt better now and realized this whole time my head was resting on his dick and he was really hard. I bit my lip. I went back to being horny immediately. I started rubbing his hard cock through his pants while his jacket provided some cover. I was so nervous even though it was too dark and I had a jacket to cover me. But I knew this might be a once-in-a-lifetime chance to suck off a hot dad, so I took the leap. I started to unbutton his slacks, and I unzipped him. I kissed his cock through his underwear. God, he was so hot. I pulled his cock out of his boxers. He was uncut and slightly above average. I started licking his head, and that's when he woke up. He helped cover me more with his jacket, started stroking my back, and didn't say anything. I kept licking his head, and I love the taste of free cum more than anything in the world, and to get some on my tongue while thousands of feet in the air was so hot to me. I glided my tongue around the head for a long time. I just wanted to savor it. It was so juicy and hard. God, I wish I could have just hopped on top and started riding him, but that probably would draw some attention. I kept licking and licking, and then I kissed the tip of his dick. I kissed it again and again, and then I parted my lips a little wider and kissed it again, so it slipped into my mouth just a little bit. I kept doing this, parting my lips more and more each time, so it would slip a little bit more. I did this until I had the whole head of my mouth, and then I went for it. I pushed down all the way and felt his hard cock in the back of my throat. It felt so fucking good.
I kept doing this slowly and meaningfully. His dick felt so good in my mouth. Then he taps me on the back, and I had his cock in my mouth. I didn't want to lift my head and draw attention, so I just pushed down all the way and rested my hand on his stomach. His cock was so deep in my throat, my eyes started getting watery. It was so fucking hot. I can see the aisle light from under the jacket, and I see someone had just walked by to go to the toilet. After they passed, I kept going, slowly sucking off someone's dad in an airplane like the little slut, but it felt so fucking good. I started bobbing my head a little faster at one point. I made a fairly loud gagging sound that made me pause for a bit. No one seemed to notice, so I keep going, bouncing my head on his cock as it impaled the back of my throat. I couldn't see his face, but he must have been in heaven getting head on a plane from this little college slut he picked up at the airport bar. As I'm sucking and slobbering all over his cock, I see feet pass by in the aisleway. The person who went to the bathroom returned to their seat, probably saw what was obviously the silhouette of a girl trying to discreetly give oral. I was too dick drunk to worry about it and just kept sucking. I mean, what were they going to do? Kick us off the plane? So I kept going and started working his cock with my hand. I love gripping his hard dick and feeling it slip through my hand as I stroked him up and down faster and faster while, of course, keeping my lips around his head. Without warning, I felt his body tense up, and he came, all in my mouth. I stroked him hard and slow as he was coming. He let out a satisfied sly, probably too loud, but I didn't care. It was fucking hot to hear. His cum filled up my mouth, and I loved it. I sucked him clean while still holding the cum in my mouth. I lifted my head slowly from the jacket while leaving it over him so he could do up his pants. While he was doing that, I turned on the reading light above me. I tapped him on the arm and opened my mouth to show him all the cum he gave me. I swallowed it while he stared at me. I opened my mouth to show it to him. It was all gone. And then I just said, Thank you, Daddy, as I got up to walk by him to go to the bathroom and freshen up. After that, I got back to his row, bent over, and gave him a kiss on the chink, and went back to sit in my original seat. Good thing the flight was long enough. Laura. Mahalo, Laura. Wow. You are a good little college slut, aren't we? Wow. I, you know, they couldn't kick you off the plane, but I'm sure there's repercussions on this. So have we ever? No, I have not. (laughs) Have I thought about it? I'm more interesting. I would be the person that would probably wanting to watch more as doing it. I don't know. I think I could maybe if I sat by somebody I liked or was into. I don't know about a blowjob. That's kind of obvious, I would think. Hand job. Okay, I could see pulling that off. Maybe. My one of my girlfriends did. I don't know anybody else that has. I do know of someone who went to the bathroom, masturbated, and uh, came back and rubbed her fingers under her husband's nose. And um, apparently he fingered her again. So 
things do happen on planes. And I know ever since I started my career doing this and doing other things when I'm on a plane, I always people watch and see if there's anybody brave enough that I would think that possibly would. And I've never caught anybody. But I wouldn't turn them in. That's for sure. So here's the question. Would you? Would you take the chance and give head or receive oral on a plane? Would we get a hand job? Would you give a hand job? Would you masturbate for someone sitting next to you? Interesting thought. Kind of tight quarters, though. Would you want the extra leg room? And it makes me think more about those really expensive seats that the bed, that they, you know, make a little bed. Now that you could ride somebody and suck them off. Wonder if you've had any of those seats. I never had, but I definitely would give it a ride. Definitely. Maybe we should book it. What do you think, lover? Dear Nikki, I absolutely have to share another story with you. It's one that I have replayed in my head a million times and is another amazing experience that I shared with my wife after that very special anniversary. Four months after the anniversary present from my wife, our sex life was amazing. The dirty talk about that big black cock made it our number one fantasy to talk about. After a while, we both knew what we wanted it again but it was hard to figure out when and how we could include another man. Then came the invite for her cousin's wedding and an opportunity to be out of town alone for the night. A few weeks before the wedding, I told her how I would love for us to have some extra fun and if she could find a buy like the last one, that maybe we could add quite a thrill. She hesitated, but then said, leave it up to me and started smiling. The wedding was over an hour drive away. So while we were driving, I asked if we were going to have an extra special night. She told me that she invited someone she knew to join the after party of the wedding and that for the beginning of the night, we should behave. The wedding and the reception seemed to drag on forever, knowing that something was going to happen after. Finally, after we left the reception and went to the hotel bar, did the fun start. We had some drinks with her family and friends, and soon I noticed her slowly working herself away from the group. No one seemed to notice, but she worked her way over to the bar and was now engaging in a conversation with a young, athletic black man. I couldn't believe it. She was flirting with him with everyone around. Luckily, the drinks of the day seemed to keep anyone from noticing. Not even when she walked out of the bar area with him, Did anyone really care? I couldn't believe she just picked up a man in front of all of these wedding guests and left with him. I waited as long as I could. After maybe 20 minutes, I left too and went to the elevator to go to our room. I walked through the elevator door and as soon as I was in the hallway, I could hear them. They were so loud it filled the hallway with sound. At first, it was just grunts and moans. But as I got closer, I heard voices. My wife was moaning, but he was dirty talking so loud. I heard him say, 
Take this big cock, you slut. And she responded, Yes, give it to me. Then he said, Tell me what you are. And she got louder and said, I'm a dirty married slut. Then my jaw dropped at what I heard next. He said louder, Jen, you're married, cheating slut that loves huge black cocks. And she screamed, Fuck my pussy harder. I couldn't believe it. He was yelling my wife's name for everyone to hear. I quickly opened the door and saw his naked body standing behind my wife as she was bent over the bed. He had a hold of her hips and was pounding his cock deep into her. She was begging for it, as hard as he could give it. I quickly closed the door and just stood and watched. He kept going hard for what seemed like an eternity, while the dirty talked until she finally started begging him for his cum. Without a second thought, he let loose a large load of cum deep inside her. As she pulled his cock out, I could see how massively thick he was as he stepped aside. I got behind her and stared at the gaping hole as I took my turn, dropping my pants and pushing inside her. I had barely started fucking her and told her I was going to come. She turned her head over her shoulder and looked at me and said, Please pull out. I only want big cock cum in me tonight. With that, I pulled out and came all over her back. The two of us climbed into bed together and started to color. Our next guest climbed into the other bed for the night. When I woke the next morning, I didn't feel my wife next to me, so I turned and looked at the other bed. She was in bed with him, lying naked on her back as he kneeled over her. Then I noticed her hands pushing her breasts together and his hips slowly moving back and forth. As I adjusted my position, I could see that he was slowly titty-fucking her. His dick looked like it was covered in juices, so I can only imagine that they had already been fucking too. They were talking softly to each other, and I heard him say, Your big, sexy tits look amazing, squeezed around my big cock. They didn't see that I was awake, so I stayed quiet and kept watching. Then as he lifted his body and leaned forward, pushing the tip of his dick into her mouth, she moved her hands up, and with two hands started stroking his cock as she sucked on the tip. Then she looked at him and whispered, I love your big black cock, and I want it back inside me. With that, he moved his body in position and slowly worked his cock into her. They slowly and intimately fucked until she wrapped her legs around him and pulled him deep, and he came inside of her. By this time, it was getting late in the morning, and I started talking to my wife to remind her that we had a brunch with everyone from the wedding. She wanted to take a shower, but I told her that the surprise I had for her would be better if she didn't. I walked over to our suitcase and pulled some things from a zipper pocket. I handed them to her and asked if she would wear them under her clothes to the brunch. First, she picked up the panties, which were a small white G-string, and said, I heart BBC across the crotch. The next was a tight shirt that said, Come slut for BBC. She laughed and slid on the panties, followed by the shirt, and then put on some leggings and a loose sweater. Down to brunch we went, where she innocently sat at the table making small talk. No one would guess that her pussy was dripping with another man's cum in those I heart BBC panties. When some of the people left the table, 
She leaned over to me and whispered, Is this what you want? A black cock slut for a wife? I said, Yes, I do. Then she said, Did you buy me these things I'm wearing so everyone can know I prefer big black cocks? I said, Yes, I want everyone to know. She then whispered very seductively, Good. I think more black men need to know this too. Josh. Well, hello, Josh. Looks like you two are really living it up. I really, really like the whole iHeart BBC under regular clothes, the the confession, but it's hidden. I love that. It's like you're owning it, but it's still... I, I love the whole mystery thing. I, I just, I think it's very, very, oh, sexy. It is. I don't, I really can't think of another word for it right now. Would you be brave enough to walk off with someone else at a wedding, especially a family wedding, when anybody could see? I think I could if it was at that state and everybody was drinking and like like Josh had said, the liquor was flowing and everybody seems to be at least a one or two drinks in. I probably could have. You know, you can usually slip away if you, you know, are doing it just right. No one really notices unless you're the bride and groom. <laughs> but no one really notices the, the people on the in the shadows. So if you could slip away and not be noticed, when'd you do it? picking someone up, you know, at a wedding. I'm yes. There's just something about them coming back to the room with me. And then my lover, if we want, joining an after. Hmm. This was very sexy. I might have to add it back to my bucket list. Gives a whole new meaning to wedding crashers. I wonder if there's a wedding next weekend I can crash. I mean, I always did think Vince Vaughn was hot. Dear Nikki, watching White Lotus has me thinking a lot about something that happened three years ago at that kind of resort, not in Hawaii, and we aren't staying at the Palm Suite, but that sort of high-end resort where everything geared for you to never leave and just sit around the day doing nothing. My husband and I went, and by the day two, he had already grown bored of sitting at the pool, but that's what I wanted. So I agreed to let him go play golf and put in one piece and go lay out. It was an hour or so into my pool time, just when my second tequila sunrise was arriving, that someone sat down in the chair next to mine. We started talking about the drink menu and just headed off from there. Honestly, her name was Cammie, and she was a few years older, but very petite, where I was a bit more curvy. Not that I was thinking about her like that, just to give you an idea. Her husband was fishing, so we spent the afternoon learning more about each other and agreed to dinner plans. Honestly, from there, we spent two days just hanging out. The guys would go off mid-morning to golf or fish or whatever, and we'd go to the pool and drink and tan. I noticed her swimsuits were always really small, and she got progressively more flirty with me. It was nice, but I didn't think much of it. The fourth night, we all agreed to go to the after-hours bar in the resort and dressed up for it. I put on a white floral dress that I had picked just for the night, just in case, 
with a slit up my thigh, higher than I usually went, and tall heels. Husband in chinos, in short sleeve buttoned down, the best he had packed. When we arrived at the bar, Cammy and her husband were already there, and she was in a very small black cocktail dress that flowed out from her hips and waved a bit when she moved. We all started drinking pretty heavily, and before long, I was really drunk. I still don't know who suggested it at first, but we ended up going to their room for a nightcap. That's where Cammie made her move. The guys were pouring drinks while she and I sat on the bed laughing about something, and she slipped her hand across my bare thigh. I looked up at her, and she asked if she could kiss me. I said yes. She did. And before I knew, I had my mouth open, letting her tongue explore it. My husband told me later that we walked back around the corner and saw us. Our hands were all over each other as we kissed. I don't remember them at all, only Cammy. She asked if she could slip the top off my dress. I said yes. Before I knew it, I was only wearing my bra, and she was on top of me, working her way down my body. The guys tried to make a move towards the bed, but she scolded them, told them they could only watch. So they did apparently. Again, I was only thinking of her, watching as she spread my legs wide and went down on me. It was glorious. Before I knew it, my legs were shaken, and she had given me a mind-blowing orgasm with her tongue and fingers. I asked her if I could try, but told her I wasn't sure I'd be any good at it. She told me I'd do great. She told me I'd do great, and I helped her remove her dress, and we rolled over. I kissed her petite breast, taking the nipple into my mouth and playing with them, not caring that my behind was in the air, exposing my vagina to her husband. I found myself between her legs eventually, and she ran her hand through my hair and whispered encouragement to me as I licked and kissed and sucked. It took me longer, but I eventually got her off, and I loved it. Again, the guys tried to make their move, but this time I waved them off. We laid there exposed and finally got around to those nightcaps. When I finished my drink, I suggested we should probably go, and she begged me to stay. But I knew I needed to take care of my husband and talk about things with them. I saw Cammie the next day by the pool, like always. It was our last day, and after a bit we talked. Her and her husband had more of an open lifestyle, and she apologized if she created any issues in my relationship. I assured her she didn't and I took her hand in mine. Claire. Wow. You know, I, we don't get a lot of resort issues. Well, not issues, uh, exploration. And I like that this was exploration of a woman to woman. Very much so. This is very, very exciting. So it's not like it was a, a resort for that you were going to have that type or you were not expecting, but it was in the message like Hedo and all those other resorts that are like that. This sound like it was just a very high end classy hotel that it was very low key and very like set the mood like it gave the it it wove the web very well for eroticism. It seems like good hotels, all inclusive hotels can do that. They provide an environment of letting things naturally build. 
And that's what I liked about this. It naturally progressed there. But oh, was it so fucking sexy when it got there? Oh, and I want to know more. I want to know, did you guys go back to the room without the husbands? And what happened there if it did? And I'm kind of thinking they did. And their final night there, do we think they did it again? Do we think they gave their husbands a show? Do we think maybe if there were two beds in the room, that they maybe watched each other? Like, maybe Cammy and her husband and, you know, the other two, but they didn't swap. I still think that's hot too. You know, watching someone have sex on the next bed. We read a story like that a couple weeks ago, I believe. Hmm. I think it's odd. Would you do it? If the conditions are right, I would. What about you? I think this is an amazing place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Winter Nights. No, I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. But you get to meet some really, really exciting people. And I'll have some things that are on the table that they're doing. Also, I'll definitely be at the summer ones in June and August, obviously, because I love the Pines. That's my second home. And I also have some friends that are regulars there. But I hope to be there at least twice this year again. So look out for that. And they, the dates are, all three dates are in the show notes. Again, I do know that the hotel has changed, but the link for Crazy Winter Nights should lead you to all the new details. And in closing, hello lover, why don't we go to a resort and have a nice, long thrust? I'll let the neighbors hear. We can leave the doors open. Maybe even the windows. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous week.